Welcome to season two of the Ask Huh podcast, where I go deep into my journey towards motherhood. I haven't always known I wanted to have children, but I thought the choice would be made for me when we pulled the goalie almost three years ago. Well, not the case. This is my story of grappling with what I'm not even sure I want, parenthood, while taking more and more conscious steps to make it happen, of moving from ambivalence at the beginning of the process to feeling really, really big feelings about it, feelings I had been denying, and the evolving shift in identity that I'm experiencing, well, right now, actually. For those of you who haven't always known you wanted to be a mom, dad, or parent, I hope we can be on this growth journey together by getting curious about our feelings, our beliefs, our choices, our bodies, by asking a whole lot of, huh, thanks for being here. For as long as I can remember, part of my identity has revolved around not knowing if I want children. Not knowing in general, actually, what I should do with my life, what my purpose is, who I am, what I want to be, how I want to live. My not knowing has been a form of rebellion. But before I tell you all the things about myself and more on my journey toward motherhood, maybe I should introduce myself just in case someone who is not a dear friend of mine listens to this because a girl can dream. I'm Chrissy McMenamin, full name Christina McMenamin. Nicknames Kmac, Cronster, Monster, Moose, Flamingo, Schmoop, Pube Clump. Yeah, I know that last one's super awkward. I'm 38, almost 39 years old. This feels important to share when talking about motherhood stuff because unfortunately, women's bodies do have limits. Although I do know women who have gotten pregnant in their 50s. I'm married to a true partner, my husband Joe, and we have a furry, awkward, love bug, schnuffleupagus rescue greyhound named Sherman. And I've spent the last five years turning myself inside out because for the first 33 years of my life, I did a lot of living for other people, a lot of shooting on myself and a lot of doing what I thought I was supposed to go to a good school, check, get a good job, check, make a bunch of money at that job, check, get my MBA, check, join a sexy early stage startup, check, be super independent and do everything myself so that I'm in a constant state of burnout, check, check, check have a wide network of friends and connections who I spend all of my time with, check, while totally avoiding myself, check. I felt purposeless, like I was wandering about my own life. Then I started meditating and I went to a conference called the Fear Paradox Conference And then I found a year-long program of personal growth called The Year of More, where I started examining my beliefs and the stories I told about myself and recognizing and following my feelings and deeper yearnings. And all of this is related to this motherhood journey because it has been my journey of turning inwards, getting curious about myself, my thoughts, my feelings, my body. Versus looking outwards for validation and acceptance. So that's just a little bit of background. You're going to get to know me a whole lot better, I'm sure, throughout the course of this podcast season. But, you know, why? Why do a podcast about this motherhood journey? 
two things that happened in total synchronicity. The first. A few months ago, I learned that a friend of mine and her husband were going to start trying to have a baby. Normally, I would feel joy or maybe ambivalence. Like, awesome. So happy you're starting this journey. This time, I felt rage ascend from my legs, through my stomach, and up to my throat. I wanted to scream. And then the hurt behind the rage started pouring out of my eyes. I've only cried a few times with anything baby-related. We'll get to that later. So this was new. What was this? Why this friend? Why now was I having all these huge, beautiful feelings that had been locked up inside in a swirling tangle? Resentment is what I figured out. I resented the possibility that she would get pregnant quickly. Not because I've been trying for so long, almost three years at this point. Not because I'm 38, almost 39, and she's younger. Not because I feel pain and sadness that it hasn't happened yet. But because it would remove the decision. It's like Dex, a class I took in business school taught by Vlad, a visiting professor from Russia who showed up to our 9 a.m. class looking like he had been shooting vodka till 2 in the morning and then tried to teach us about decision trees. Yes, a whole freaking quarter of decision trees. And honestly, this is the first time those decision trees and that class has been useful since. So just run with me here. Every month, my husband and I, right, Um, My husband, his name is Joe, or Joey as I lovingly call him, and he's my person. So every month, Joey and I have a decision, try to get pregnant or don't try to get pregnant. And then there's an outcome, pregnant or not. For every month of not getting pregnant, we come back to that decision, try to get pregnant or don't try to get pregnant. But for every month, it doesn't actually happen naturally. More questions arise along with more decisions. Do I start using ovulation strips? Do I take my temperature every morning so I have even more data as to when I've ovulated? Do I check my cervical fluid every day? Do I go get a fallopian flush, uh, which apparently the doctors call an HSG, at a cost of several hundred or possibly thousand dollars? Do I try Clomid or other drugs? Do we get tested? What do we get tested for? Do we go to a fertility clinic? Do we do IUI, IVF, multiple rounds? Do we want this enough to adopt or use a surrogate? How much are we willing to do? How much am I willing to do? What am I willing to put my body through? When I am still figuring out if I even want this. That's the resentment that I will have to keep making decision after decision to pursue something I'm still on the fence about while she is just going to get pregnant right away, which like who even knows would actually happen, right? So I don't actually resent my friend anymore, mostly because I actually told her how I was feeling and we had a loving, beautiful conversation about it, but also because the feelings I felt were data as was my reaction to how intentionally she and her husband were going about their journey. Data for me about me. And once I realized that, I could dig into what the data was telling me. So to summarize, 
my resentment towards my friend simply telling me that she was starting her own journey towards pregnancy was the first thing that led me to create season two of the Ask Comp podcast on this topic. The second was my friend Drew. Drew was actually a guest in the first season of the podcast. In that episode, like the good millennials, or I guess we're more like zennials that we are, we talked pop-up windows. You know, like those Windows ads that would pop up on our computers that we'd immediately close down because they were super annoying. But he made an incredible analogy in that episode that our bodies, our intuition, our inner selves, our guts, our souls, whatever you want to call it, is talking to us all the time, sending us little pop-ups. But we shut those pop-ups down and shut them up because we judge what comes up as not normal, as crazy, as weird, as eccentric, as not okay, as fucked up, and a million other words. His journey has been a lot like mine. Start listening to the pop-ups. Start listening to those voices. Start listening to what my body is telling me. Start listening to the inner sense of self. Start actually bringing that light that's buried deep inside us, that's been stomped over and beaten down, bring that light out into the world. So around the same time I felt the waves of resentment to my pregnancy undertaking friend, Drew and I had a catch-up. During that catch-up, a very bearded Drew with turquoise nails shared one of his recent pop-ups, an uncomfortable message from within to shave his legs and wear a dress, which he did to a party the very next day. Why am I telling this story? Because that takes a whole lot of courage to do something that society has all kinds of feelings and judgments about. And I was so proud of him and so, so inspired. Drew sharing that with me gave me courage, the courage to not shut down the outlandish wild ideas, to pay closer attention to what is actually coming out of me versus what I think I need to do to matter and be valued in this world, to stop shutting myself up before I even speak. And so a few days after our call during a meditation, I got a clear pop-up. Podcast, season two, journey towards motherhood, This matters to you. You don't have to be alone. Share your story. So here we are. Well, here I am. (laughs) I hope someone's here with me. Hello. Hello. Are you there? (laughs) I am sharing my story because I don't feel stories like mine are reflected out in the world. We hear of the women who always wanted to be moms. There are hundreds of Facebook groups with baby dust spreading women trying everything to get pregnant. They share their hurts and their losses, their pain, and their IVF drugs. I know Brene Brown. If you don't know her, she studies vulnerability and shame and how to live wholehearted lives. Uh, She's a researcher down at UT Austin. Uh, Brene Brown says we belong everywhere as long as we belong to ourselves. But I don't feel I belong in those groups. 
those groups are an incredible support system for some. And I have gotten some value out of them for insurance questions and research, um, but they don't feel like supportive to me. So then there are the brave women who decide they don't want to have children. I have many friends who fit this description. Their decision to not have children in this world is an act of defiance and a threat to the system and like rock the F on, sisters. And yet I am looking for the women like me or perhaps the people like me who have never been clear on the kids thing and are all on their own journeys of self-discovery of what it means to be a mother or a parent who are questioning and curious and trying to be more self-compassionate, who are having feelings about all of this, but possibly denying them because those feelings don't fit into the picture of who they used to be or who they think they are. Yeah, those people. Come out of the woodwork. Come hang with me. Talk to me. We are not alone. We don't have to be alone. So what will this podcast be and what won't it be? Let me start with what it won't be. I love research and medical research is dope. But this is my journey of tuning in and listening to my body and paying attention to those pop-ups, not about what the research shows. So there are many things I talk about and that have been super important on my journey that don't have research studies behind them. I can't vouch for their efficacy, neither can science. I'm talking things like energy healing, Reiki, Mayan abdominal massage, talking to a shaman, talking to an intuitive, some tarot readings. All of these have been useful to me because they gave me data about my internal thoughts and feelings. And there have been many things I've done that do have data behind it. There is a lot of data around some of the herbs and naturopathic fertility in bioenergetics, in acupuncture. And I also just want to say that science couldn't back the benefits of meditation or acupuncture until about the last, what, 15, 20, 30 years. So I also simply believe that there are a lot of things with a lot of benefits that a lot of people over the course of history and time have used that haven't had dollars or interest or research or time allocated to. And the more that I do this work of personal growth, of self-healing, of becoming more of my authentic self, like the more I believe in tuning into myself and listening, which is what I've been doing. So what this podcast will be is tender, emotional, confronting, probably not linear. I'll probably tell some stories. I've already recorded some moments after sessions I've had with Reiki healers and abdominal therapists. I've been thinking about maybe bringing on some guests at some point. I have a lot of ideas for a lot of episodes, but I will be building them as I go and releasing them as I go, which is definitely vulnerable and challenging because it means they won't be perfect. And as a recovering perfectionist, that makes my stomach churn and my goose pimples pop, if you know what I mean. But it also means that I can incorporate what I'm hearing from you as I go and the things that you're curious about. I'd love to know what you think would be most helpful to hear. And if it aligns with my purpose and vision, then I'll include it. 
So what is my purpose and vision for this? It's to tell my story. It's been bubbling inside me. I've got so much that I want to share out in the world, not just about my pregnancy and motherhood journey, or I guess lack of pregnancy and journey towards motherhood, but about the personal growth journey that has led me here to this moment, because it's all related. It's all intertwined. And I feel an urge, a pop-up to share it with you. And if you start to get curious, if you start to be like, huh, get it? The podcast name is Ask Huh. If you start to ask, huh, about some things in your own life, on your own journey, and maybe tune in a little bit more into yourself instead of what the world thinks you should be, your parents think you should be, your spouse, your friends, whatever, the TV, the ads, everything that like is inundating us all the time thinks you should be, then cool. I'll have made a little bit of a difference, a little bit of an impact. So let me know if there's things you want to know about because I'm curious to what you're curious about. And this is the moment where if any of these resonate truly, let me know via a message on Instagram what would resonate most with you. I'm at Chris Mack, K-R-I-S-S-M-A-C on Instagram because I want to co-create. That sounds fun. Co-creating this sounds way more fun than me just talking at you. So here's some of the things I'm thinking. One, like where I'm at today and how I got here, the things I'm doing right now towards bettering my fertility, my body, and my mindset, and the work I've done leading up to this. Uh, Another topic is a deeper dive into my body story, the relationship I've had with my body and how I've been shifting it. This isn't really about body image. It's about chronic issues and pains, inflexibility, neck, migraine, sinus, like a lot of different challenges I've had over the years and how I've come to see that many of them were food-related, many of them were emotions-related, and I've been working through them like hell, and it's been fun. Uh, My relationship story. You know, how my husband and I have been in an ongoing dialogue about our family, about the decision to have or not have children, the ups and downs and getting to a decision to keep moving forward in this process, getting to this decision of it's not really about having a baby or being parents, but about raising a human together. And I was thinking about having a discussion with him on the podcast. So it's not just me. It's, it's, it's him and I having that conversation. Uh, another t- big top, big topic, especially in the last 24 hours, feelings, feelings, so many feelings and my journey of actually feeling them rather than denying them. My identity and the way I speak about myself on this journey is shifting as I start to see how I've been denying my feelings. Uh, another topic I was thinking, thank God I haven't had a kid yet. So I recently completed a master's in transformational leadership and coaching. And every single quarter of that program, I learned new things about emotional intelligence, about attachment theory and family systems, and 
parent-child relationships, um, reading tons and tons and tons about the psychology, developmental psychology, Adlerian psychology. How do our families, you know, lead into the ways that we are as adults? I mean, all of this. I had quarter upon quarter of being so grateful I wasn't a parent yet because of all the things that I was learning and that I can now hold. And not only the things that I was learning, but the ways that I was being differently because of the things I was learning. Okay, this one is way more specific. Vag juice and cycle tracking. Oh my gosh, I am 38 and I have only recently become knowledgeable about my vag juice, my cervical fluid, like last year. So in this episode, I thought I could even potentially bring a f- my good friend who's a natural fertility expert, energy healer, Laura, to talk about this because she gave me an amazing demo on Zoom last year using Elmer's glue, rubber cement, and other household items to demonstrate what was happening within my vagina. Uh, A few other things, a series of synchronicities. So there's this way the universe keeps leading me to more of what has felt really good on this journey when I've started really paying attention to the pop-ups, to like what feels good. Um, And many of these have been really strange, and yet they felt more right than rushing to, you know, to the fertility center, to try IUI, to try IVF, to do these more serious things. It's felt more right for me to choose things that seem a little bit off the beaten path. And the other thing, I'm happy to get into the specifics of my abdominal massage, energy healing, a Reiki session I had, um, coaching that I've done around this topic, and many, many other moments. This podcast may be about my journey towards motherhood but it's also about my journey towards spirituality, allowing myself to explore practices and ways of being so different from the ways I grew up. It's scary. So scary that I've wanted to explore more and avoided doing so for years. This podcast is about my personal growth. It's about me becoming more authentically me as I grapple with questions of motherhood and identity I hope it's about you too, a vehicle for getting more curious about yourself, your body, your relationships, and your life, and for sharing more of you out in this world. The world really needs it. Hey, hey, that is a wrap. Good to be with you, or I guess myself, or you. I hope you're there. If you have ideas for this podcast, things you want me to talk about, stories that you want to share, I am so, so open to bringing guests on, to having conversations, especially with other people who are ambivalent moms (laughs) or ambivalent moms-to-be or who are on this journey toward motherhood, whatever that may look like for you. So hit me up on the gram. I am Chris Mack. That's K-R-I. S-S-M-A-C on Instagram. And don't forget to ask, huh, to get curious and share with me whatever you're getting curious about. I want to hear about it.